guys, welcome to Circle Back. Um, we're so happy that you're with us. My name is Hannah. And I'm Corey. And we're just so excited that you have chosen to hang out with us for a little bit. Um, we have a very special guest here all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Nathan. What's up, guys? Thank y'all for having me on the podcast. <laughs> I am Nathan Ramirez, and I go by Virtues. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Nathan is a friend of ours. From he he's a drummer, producer, does his own music. Yep. Very talented. Thank you. Very talented. Um, and he used to help us drum at a church we all went to. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we kind of got to know each other. Yeah. And um, he just has a lot going on. I'm really excited to hear about about what what's going on in his life. Yeah. Um, basically just to let you guys know, first and foremost, if I'm just going to throw it out right now, <laughs> first is he said virtues. Th- so that's his, his name on Spotify. Yes. Artist name. Yep. Artist name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the podcast, um, we're going to let you hear a little snip of your music. Just a really? taste. Okay. Just awesome. A taste. That's just a surprise. So I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's going to be cool. Yeah. Just so, um, you know, people can hear you and follow you. Uh, we want to make sure that we support you because you're very good. So. I'm nervous now. Yeah. Don't no. <laughs> no. It's great so, stuff. But yeah. So yeah, we're really excited. Um, so Nathan, you are originally from Texas. Yes. San Antonio, Texas. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And you moved here what? Uh, about s- going on six years. This is my sixth year in Nash, sixth year in Nashville. So, um, yeah, went to college out here and just started chasing the dream from San Antonio, which is music, music, yeah, all day. Mm-hmm. This was like the hub, and I was like, you know what, that might be the best place for me to grow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, now I'm so in it's Nashville. it's interesting that you chose Nashville just because, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's country music, and you do not exactly do country music. Yeah. Um. Like, in my head, I was like, oh, you'd probably go to, like, Atlanta or L.A. or something like For that. For the type of music I'm right. doing. Makes so, total sense. So, what brought you to Nashville? I think I wanted to, I think I wanted to grow and get better at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Because beforehand, I was, I was releasing music and I was playing, like, live music and stuff. And there was three places on my mind. And it was either uh, California, Nashville, or New York. And I basically just got a call just basically saying you're supposed to be out here from the Mm. college, you know, they were like praying about it with me and stuff. And so a couple weeks I was like, you know what, I'm going to move out there. And the networking just started happening. That was the main reason. That's um, scary in itself. Like most people wouldn't even take it. It's a big move. Like leaving your family, leaving, leaving somewhere that you've grown up with. I mean, not everyone goes through that. You know, a lot of people stay where they are, but when you do that, you find your way, you know, it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's like a sink or swim, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you had a clear vision, what you wanted to do. So, well, yeah. where did you go to school? I went to school at Tre- uh, Treveca, okay. Nazarene okay. University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I started a program out there for worship arts. Oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Nina Bre- I did not know that you went to Treveca. Yeah. Although I feel like I should have known that. Yeah. Uh, might have slipped probably should. Yeah, I think yeah. it might have slipped In a mind. conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's really cool. And so now you are basically working the streets. Working <laughs> okay, the that's street. a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me clarify. Working the gigs. Working the that might Broadway be still street. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> you see yourself guy. there. Yeah, music. Yeah, music is what I meant. By Not that. that type of street. Yeah, music. Um, no, but like that's a whole different. That's a whole different ball game. That's a, a lot of work. Um, yeah, gigging a lot of dedication. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and to start from like 
really not doing it for money, more mm-hmm. of doing it for to get your name out there. True. I feel like a lot of people won't do that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just a hard step to take. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people that do it, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, more than not, yeah. people are too scared yeah, to take Yeah, it's easier to say, like, mm-hmm. to just not do it. Right? Yeah. 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 So. You almost got to be, like, an entrepreneur. You gotta have that mindset. mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So that's really cool. So you came out here. You're Mm -hmm. gonna live the dream. You're gonna you work at Gibson. Yes, I do work at Gibson Custom Shop. Okay. Like operator there and met a lot of cool musicians there. Yeah. Dope job. Yeah. So basically, you've just been networking yourself. Yeah. The whole time. Been networking and like when I first came out here, it wasn't even like starting the gigs. It was Mm -hmm. like living in a dorm. Start. I didn't even have a a good car and then that car you know ran out on me and Mm -hmm. so like I was just I had to make a way to just go out and gig and stuff and meet people and in that I would I would get calls like it happened once or twice where like they would plan a whole studio session or they would plan like a writing session and then you would hit up that person like the day of I think I was telling uh, Matt about that when I first met him I'm like dude it's they'll hit you up and then they won't hit you up. Like it, <laughs> it kind of is like back to that sink or swim yeah, you know, yeah. term. And so, but once I started finding out like, okay, this is a country town. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me step away from the, uh, the hip hop and bedroom pop, which is what I normally do. You mm-hmm. know, I, I do a lot of hip hop producing and different music. Uh, then that's not country. Yeah. But with that being said, like I found other people in the country scene that we're doing stuff like me. Mm-hmm. So we're all just trying to make it out there. So yeah, that's work in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not too, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's a great term. He's just working a little bit different than others. We're changing the podcast name to work in the <laughs> streets. <laughs> yeah. After an hour. After <laughs> this is Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah, it's just you know, getting I'm worse. I'm just digging my, myself <laughs> in, in the ground. Um, no. Okay. So, and also <laughs> with that, with you coming out here by yourself. Yeah you know oh i'm 26 away. too i think i should say that yeah. i came out here yeah. when i was like 20 right like I yeah. just turned and you 20. didn't know anybody when didn't you came know anyone didn't know anybody wow. yeah. yeah and then well i did i did know i take that back i did know one person and he ended up being my piano teacher and he was the one that ran the program that i was at and so he told me about the program had some people call me so i guess it was like he since he knew me and my family, mm-hmm. he was the one that was, like, igniting the prayer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And That's so good. we prayed about it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did know one person. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but it also takes, like, tough skin, you know, to be out here by yourself in music industry. Yeah. And I say that. I mean, I have no idea. I just can only imagine. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um, that you've gotten a lot of just, like, n- even if it's not, like, rejection. It's just, like, you put your heart and soul into music. And you mm. go to a gig, and it's like, is anyone listening? Is anyone mm-hmm. enjoying this? Is now the different thoughts hit. Yep. Yeah, and you're like, am I good enough for this? Should wow. I keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wonder, when you get to this point in your music where you believe in something so much, but then you have thoughts, because we're human, of, mm-hmm. am I good enough for this? Right. Or did the thought ever occur to you, should I move back home? Mm-hmm. Like, should I go back to Texas? Yeah. And just be wow. where I'm comfortable, be yeah. where I'm, you know... I know people, I can, I know I can make it there. We're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good point. Um, I think before I moved out here, I had someone that was already in the industry and I just asked him, you know, like, what is there to expect and all this stuff? And he was like, 
it's always stuck with me. The first thing he said from the answer was, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad mm-hmm. days. And I think about that all the time. You're going to, ha- you can even put it like, you're going to have good gigs. You're going to have bad gigs. Um, but yes, I do miss my family every day, but when you have support coming from either like your friends or family or yeah. people you just met, I mean, that really goes a long way. Yeah, you know, you go good. and do a show and someone's like, man, that's the best you ever did. Mm. But then you knew every song you were like not confident, mm. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a double, it's yeah. a double edged sword yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, it's so interesting. Um, because every single person we've talked to up to this point, mm-hmm. no matter if you're talking about church uh, or your friendships or work or right. life. whatever, yeah. life in general, it always comes back to community. Mm-hmm. Wow. It does. Yeah. Every Networking single time. community. Yeah. Yeah. And about how whatever you're going through or whatever you're trying to do in, in this life, mm-hmm. you've got to have people to support you. And that mm-hmm. will be honest with you and push you. And um, I think it's a big thing, having someone yeah. that's honest with you. Mm. I've had my mom ask me plenty of times, like, you need to have some accountability when it comes to certain things and certain good. aspects of your life. And accountability like can come from like this. I, I just met a couple of guitar players that they're from Texas too. Mm-hmm. And like telling them my ideas about what I want to do. They're probably the first people that are like asking me about it. Now. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, okay. You want to do more video reels and stuff? Well, let me help you out here. Yeah. So that accountability can sometimes turn into like, collaboration yeah yeah so and definitely if you allow yourself to be vulnerable with people mm-hmm. um because sometimes it can be hard to admit like you don't know yeah. how to do something you know um or or just to admit that they may know how to do it better yeah. wow you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're you're grinding it out you're working you're working working then someone comes along and they're like do it 10 times better mm-hmm. and mm. at that moment you have a decision to make no that's do a great you point. walk away and be like well blah 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 or do you say you know what? I could learn from this person. Yeah. Right. Let me, let me, you know, let me hang out with this guy. Let me mm-hmm. see what his thought processes are or whatever. Um, yeah. And I just think that's something to, to think about because if mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to, if we humble ourselves right. enough, yeah, we will learn. Yeah. Um, and that's in any situation in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Humbling myself <laughs> is a big thing I've had to learn. And one thing like, I played a gig a few weeks ago and I was the piano player. But before I did that, this I wanted to be like the drummer of this gig. Or I wanted to be like the mm-hmm. guitarist. And I'm looking at, you know, I'm playing on stage with the drummer. But before that, I had to really be like, okay, let me do something that I'm not really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Or let me at least just throw myself in it and see what happens. Yeah. And, you know humbling myself and being like yeah. okay i don't always have to be the drummer i don't always have to be mm-hmm. the number one guy being the spotlight hurt. the yeah. spotlight exactly mm-hmm. and that goes a long way too like yeah, what you're saying yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely stepping out of your comfort zone uh Big. allows you to do other things and yeah it makes you better as a person because mm-hmm. you yeah. begin to grow and you begin to you know just know more yeah. yeah and you get more comfortable doing i like to use the word sketchy like mm-hmm. it's it's sketchy for me to just bring this really bad MIDI keyboard with a little amp compared mm-hmm. to this guy that has mm-hmm. really expensive equipment and probably knows a lot more people, yeah. but just, you know, being that uncomfortable mm-hmm. and just putting yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> um, Sound man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, so you work gigs that are not just your music? Yeah. Like hip hop, pop, 
country. I kind of stepped away from country, but really doing what I want to do, like hip-hop and pop. But it doesn't have to be your music. No. You can just play with people. Like, yeah. you're okay with the fact that you're not playing your music right now. And that took some time. Right. Like, yeah. we're like, okay, I'm going to try to do my own stuff, and then I would have a gig that didn't really work out, and I'm like, okay, well, let me step back and maybe play for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's inspiring. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have gotten okay with <laughs> playing with other people. That's yeah. another thing. We always want to be, like, we're, like, our biggest judges to ourselves, yeah. like, mm-hmm. in music. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I listen to this, but it's not as good as this. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, and also it's just you have um, when you're not playing your own music at that moment. Mm. But like, what did they say? What did they say? Like, uh, any press is good press or whatever. There you go. Any, like, yeah. you know, like you're up there, and so mm-hmm. whether you're playing your music or not at that particular moment, you're up there doing it. You're up there. You're getting seen, and you have the opportunity afterwards to talk to people. Yeah. Of course, um, yeah. that should that should motivate you know any musicians mm-hmm. listening yeah. to this. You know that are kind of maybe deciding on they want to take the next step. I always think about whenever I'm talking to someone about this, like, dude, you got to take it to the next level. Like God will give you a stair and on that stair you'll go through stuff and then he'll give you another stair. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to, you'll be given more steps. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this about, and this is coming. I am very, um, I don't know a lot about music. I mean, I know mm-hmm. more since I married Matthew, and mm-hmm. he has taught me some stuff. Shout out, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just listening and, and things of that nature. But mm-hmm. something I've always kind of wondered, because you have mentioned God since we've been talking. Yeah, yeah. You believe in Jesus. Oh, yeah, 100%. You have a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is your music, how do you how do you weigh the, how do you weigh having music that's, that is, second or what is it secular, secular? Mm-hmm. yeah secular music away and from like ccm or something yeah or even not even that but like i don't know I, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are famous i guess you could say mm-hmm. that that claim to know who jesus is but like their music is pretty filthy right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course and so but filth sells all you know, that's just you know that's what everyone always says it really is weird seeing an artist that does the total opposite yet they're on media doing that so yeah right. i totally get right. that. right so i'm just wondering kind of your personal beliefs i guess mm-hmm. of, of where you want to see yourself or yeah you know what's in your mind like how does that translate to the two because i know you do worship you do yeah. secular you do you know great question um i think what in my mindset when i first started music i was writing about like you know girls and feelings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. relationships and all this stuff and I think in all of my music history, because I've released over like 40 songs, like mm-hmm. since I was like 13. Wow. Yeah. So maybe one of those songs, I say like the word hell or yeah. I'll say damn or something, you know, something small. Mm-hmm. But like, I think when it, whenever now, now I'm at the point where like, I want to make music that can captivate somebody that isn't a believer, that it doesn't have to be filth or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it can sound like it's filthy, I guess, yeah, for lack yeah, of a yeah. better term, because it's, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but no, the Lord has definitely stirred my heart where like, okay, I think I'm going to start making God like seen in my music, but also still in the back to where people have a little thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the same with the podcast, honestly. Um, yeah. You know, it's not to compare the two, but like, mm-hmm. I did not want this podcast to be a podcast that is Christian based. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but I wanted to. But I'm not going to change who I am. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, but anyone who comes in this room is welcome to have a conversation with me. And, love you know, it. and we accept, we not only accept that, we welcome that. We well, it's all about love. I right. Mean, you know. And so when you make music, it's like, okay, Nathan is obviously a Christian. However, <laughs> his, He's music, in the scene, yeah. his, his music isn't just for 100%. the person who loves Jesus. Of yeah. course. It's for everyone. And I think maybe even like talking about it now, maybe in time, because my parents say it all the time. They're like, you're meant to be a worship leader and all this stuff. <laughs> and I love playing at my church. All sure. this. I mean, Matt knows. I, I love just being a part of the, the worship team and stuff. And I think over time, maybe my music's going to start because I'm writing music with my church right now. Mm. And so doing or with members of the church too, that like is just strictly for Christians and yeah. stuff. And so maybe over time, that's where the Lord's going to put my music. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think I'm making whatever comes to me and whatever feels natural and I'm keeping it humble, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. I just asked that question because I've always, I've always just wondered, you know, how, mm-hmm. how like, I thought I ripped y'all's couch. No, it just, it's <laughs> the Velcro. <laughs> I should have been like, what did you do? No. What was that? <laughs> um, no, but I just, I love that the authenticity and the just being, hey, this is who I am. Yeah, and yeah raw. Yeah, I can I can make really good music, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just released a song. It's called uh, My Song to You, and it's it's speaking. It's like, I don't, I don't care where I go unless it's with you, God. Mm. You know? And I say that, you know, I'm brand new in you every day, and I think... I listen to that song and I'm like, okay, someone like even somebody asked me like they were like, is that song about like your ex or something? Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't get that. I don't get that feeling mm-hmm. whenever I listen. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like however somebody interprets Interpre- it and stuff. Yeah, right. So it goes back to that. Yeah. And I think that's smart music. I think to be able to have music that people can think about mm. and interpret um, their own interpretation of that. Yeah. Um, because I think that's what. I mean, I think that's what sparks conversation. I think that's what sparks interest. To yeah. be like, oh, I want to listen more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's really a, a good philosophy. It really is. Like uh, seeing, I like seeing people that mm-hmm. make like the cool, dope music and then you mm-hmm. find out they're a Christian and then you start listening mm-hmm. to their stuff and you're like, oh, okay, this, this makes yeah. sense. This makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, it's either about faith or relationships and stuff. Because, I mean, we're all humans. We're going to mm-hmm. go through stuff. And if you're making music strictly for the Lord, that is awesome. And I think yeah. they, people that did that, they came to a term in their life where they're like, you know what? This is what I'm called to do. Yeah, absolutely. And they reach a certain audience and stuff. And I just love that term, just humbling yourself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Back yeah. in the music. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, it's like people don't understand that a relationship with Christ is a lot like a relationship with each other. Right. <laughs> and so you right. could listen to a song about you know, falling out of love and then in love again. And then like, you know, that could interpret to someone like, oh, okay, that's obviously he's talking about his girlfriend. But to you, it's yeah. like, no, that was my walk with like, my walk with Jesus. Exactly. You know, I was so lost and now I'm back and, um, or whatever it, it may be. Um, yeah. And I, I hear that in a lot of music. Like people are like, I was lost and now I'm found, but it's like not a, like a Christian yeah, right, song. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Where, what are you found from? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, um, scratching the chin yeah right so i can only imagine um being in music and doing mm-hmm. what you do being in nashville nashville's you know has a lot of diversity in it yeah as well um how do you 
how do you kind of stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. um, but also make sure that, because I'm sure you're around a lot of people that aren't Christians that are, that are identify as this, identify, like whatever they may yeah. identify as, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure you see a lot of different uh, backgrounds and yeah. people. Um, so what has been your, your experience of just making sure you're, you're staying true to yourself, yeah. but also loving people as you're of called course. to love people, right? I think sticking to my own music is a big thing and also always tapping into what I really ultimately want to do with my music, which I haven't mentioned on here yet, but I started a a nonprofit foundation where I, I sit and it's happened with two patients already. We call them friends, but so with two of our friends, we sit down with them. They have three visits. They have, um, we bring their like a a mini concert to them. Like I'll sing their Mm -hmm. favorite songs, like a Taylor Swift song, whatever. And then I teach them about music. And then the second one, um, it's a writing session with them. And so I'll use their lyrics. I'll put it in a song and I've released some of those songs already. And so now they have like a little bit of their story shared Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, I want to build that up. And so I think that humbles me a lot, that thought and like the people that I'm working with now, they want me to start that, you know, Mm -hmm. they, so I think keeping God in the center of it all is probably the biggest thing, you know, because you can be at your lowest point and you're not where you want to be. And that plus that can just bring you down, just really depress you, put you through a bad time. But if you go back to what God has you on the path for, Mm. it helps you out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. I think what you just said of, um, you're not where you want to be or where you thought you might be. Yeah. I think everyone goes through that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you're, you hit 20, you hit 30, you hit 40, 50, whatever. And Mm -hmm. you're like, my life is going to look a little different and it's so easy to spiral at oh, that yeah. moment to be like i suck this is terrible i'm never going to do this again well, i see it with the youth yeah. a lot like mm-hmm. like helping out of my church with the youth i see i see some of these kids pouring out their heart but then i see other kids that have a lot of questions that mm. i wish they could just see because you have to learn that stuff so like you kind of just help them out like okay when this happens you know prepare yourself mm-hmm. you know preparation yeah. and so yeah, I, I think we lack preparation a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. preparation is a big. Th- I was, I actually wanted to talk about that too because, like, uh, in preparation to do something, like the move, the move was hard. Going to school was hard. Mm-hmm. Getting the gigs was hard. Making music has been hard sometimes, and motivating yourself is a big thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Like telling you, yeah, like you have to act. Like if you want to be, if you want to be the best painter in the world, and you're not at all. You got to live. You got to kind of act like you are. Every yeah. day. Like, and if you're on stage and you're playing yeah. in front of one person, you got to be like, I'm a world selling artist. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I do this for a yeah. living. You just got to psych yourself. You out. have to have a, cer- a certain level of arrogance almost. Almost. Yeah. 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 It's a good way yeah. to put it. Yeah. So th- it's interesting because I am I'm really bad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I am very good at motivating other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, I'm your biggest cheerleader. You're a great speaker. I will say that. Thank you yeah. so much. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, like, I will be in your corner. I mm-hmm. will push you. I mm. will do it all. But there's, like, I've, I've struggled with finding that thing that, like, man, like I, I know this is where I need to be doing, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, ministry was, I thought that was it. But, like, honestly... As silly as it may sound, I think doing what I'm doing right now is just having conversations with people. Yeah. Which is a ministry. Yeah. And yeah, getting to is. know people and, mm-hmm. and knowing their heart and knowing where they are. 
mm-hmm. um, and allowing them to be unapologetically themselves. Yeah. Even mm. if it's for an hour in my house, <laughs> like, you know, um, they may leave and be refreshed because they're like, man, that's the first time I've been myself in years. Or like, I talked mm-hmm. about something yeah. that, you yeah. know, you weren't talking about with anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you find that passion, the motivation becomes a little easier. Yeah. But it's still hard. It's <laughs> it is hard. That's a big thing that I have a, a lot of conversations about. It's like, I don't know what my passion is. And I always just tell somebody, like, what's the one thing that you just, l- you lose track of time of? You don't want to think about time, but you realize time mm-hmm. is going by. That's, That's what your passion That's good. is. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what you need to be doing. And it can be anything. Yeah. You want to go build a house? Go build a house. Right. Like yeah. You want to go be a record you know, mm-hmm. store owner, you can do anything. It's just, it's all about what that passion is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, um, we were said this earlier, but like life is so short. Yeah. And that's a big thing. You know, like what is it? Like, I, I mean, don't fact check me on this, but like <laughs> the average person I feel like lives to like 70 years old now. Yeah. That's right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, that is not a long time. Well, when I tell somebody like they're waiting to do something, like when they're waiting to make that, Oh, I want to do this. I want to mm-hmm. do this. I'm like, dude, you got at least 50 years on this earth. You might as well just do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Bro. It, it don't matter. Cause yeah. you're going to, you're going to look back. I haven't looked back, you know, being 26. Now I look back being 21. I'm be like, dude, I should have been doing this. I should have mm-hmm. been doing this. Now I don't want to live with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go and do the gigs. Yeah. that yeah. don't really matter that there's no one at. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the day, you don't want to just be existing. Yeah. You want to actually feel alive and like you're doing something that matters and having purpose and stuff yeah. like that. So and you want to be successful too. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. And that success might come from that one thing. You're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I, I I made a song or I I went and did this. I started a podcast. That might bring you a little bit of success and then just keep it going. Yeah. You know? I think that <coughs> when when you lose that is when you start feeling the loneliness, the mm-hmm. depression, the, mm-hmm. you know, and... If we could and you don't even want to work on it that. anymore. Yeah. yeah. You, you just want to, like, lay down. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to do that. Yeah. So. And that's where, like, you need people in your life to be like, hey. Community. Let's, let's remember what, yeah. what you've done. Let's remember how far you've come. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, because, like, without that, it can be so deafening. Like, so it goes back to having a team. Like, yeah. having that team. If you have a team, it goes a long way. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's so cool to have because i mean honestly I, I know you but yeah i know nothing of what you do like you know like i'm not yeah. a musician i yeah. have no idea what that scene is like yeah um and i have so many creative people like Corey's a writer yeah you know matthew Ooh, nice. is you know he plays guitar does produce it. like mm-hmm. you know he can do all the sound mixing all this stuff and yeah. like you do that and like like my best friend's out in LA trying to make it as an actress. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yes. all these big aspiring. More power to her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all the big aspiring things, you know, and yeah, to be honest with you, like you can feel a little, when you're in that type of community, you can feel a little like drowned, mm-hmm. like yeah. drowned out because like I don't have, I do now I realize, but like before I was like, I have no talent. <laughs> like I don't, wow. I don't play mm-hmm. an instrument. I don't mm-hmm. do this. And, but like, but you're a creator, you know? I guess so. You know, you're cre- so. you can create. You're an encourager. You're an yeah. encourager, yeah. conversation starter. I mean, that's what this world is. It's all about conversation. Yeah, you know? and it is. And so that's that's a really a cool thing, how you have stayed true to yourself, played mm-hmm. your music, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's next? 
Next is playing shows, taking virtues on the road, maybe, and uh, getting that live music done. Mm-hmm. So been, is, is yeah. virtues ever going to be bigger? I or think is so. it just you? I think it's going to be maybe like a three Good or four-piece yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like take it. I want to start, like right now, it's a lot of like electronic and hip-hop yeah. and mm-hmm. bedroom pop. And for a while, I felt like I was kind of coming up with like a genre of myself that I felt comfortable doing. Yeah. And now I want to I want to play live. I want to do something mm. different. I want to put on a show. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but it takes time to do that. Yeah. You know, you I've I've jammed out with a lot of people, and a lot of those people have other stuff that they got to do, and it always brings me back to like, okay, if I can do this by myself, keep releasing music, mm-hmm. the live stuff will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll come in God's time. Yeah. So how did you find your sound? Mm. Mm. I. Uh, I guess I was just, I was playing acoustic guitar, and then I just started singing. My fr- I bought, like, an Ed Sheeran album when I was, like, really young, and then I was just like, okay, I can do acoustic music. So it was, like, acoustic music, and then rapping a little bit, and then SoundCloud, and then mm. Spotify, and then starting to just produce for other people, like, in Texas and stuff. And it was, oh, within the metal scene, you know? Matt knows about that, too. We've, we've uh, bonded over, like, metal bands and stuff, so... I think I found my sound. I think I'm still finding my sound, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. So, like, me being, have no idea about all of this, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would classify as, like, a lo-fi. Yeah. Like, you know, very. Very chill. Yeah. That's, like, the only like, word I can think about. Yeah. And so, how do you, or can you, mm-hmm. um, can you put on a show? With that. With that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it's going to, it. well, right now what I'm doing is with the people that I'm playing with, I'm, I'm coming up with a live show now, like in my studio, breaking down the songs that I have because a lot of my music online is, you know, it's a little bit loopy. It has breaks here and there, but I think overall I'm going to have to come up with a more I- like exclusive sound for mm-hmm. it to be live. But it, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of playing live music. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I started like a, a jam session where people come every Wednesday or Friday, and they they can bring their talents. And me and my band, you just give us the chords, and we bring your song to life. Mm-hmm. So, playing with other people, I'm starting to get like more artists and more musicians in. So yeah. In so due time. In due time, <laughs> when you play with other musicians, you had yeah. just said a minute ago, like they have their own thing going on mm-hmm. so it's hard to you know always connect with them or yeah. whatever so i can only imagine that when you find your three two mm. or three people mm. like they are dedicated to virtues right yeah i would yeah, yeah i think so yeah because i look at all these other bands are like they have they're dedicated to their artists you yeah know? yeah mm-hmm. and so do you find that out in the scene mm-hmm. or do you find like with other bands or is it more of I'm going to go to gigs where people are playing by themselves Mm. and I'm going to (laughs) recruit. There's like a community online, you know, there's a, there's like Facebook pages and then even the job I work at, there's tons of musicians that know musicians that that's why I go to like shows to meet other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you do find it. Sometimes you find it. Sometimes they come to you. Like the guys that I'm playing with, like two of them are coworkers. Mm -hmm. Another one, I found him playing another gig. He was the guitarist for that artist. And um, I think once you click, like, when you find the people that you can, like, actually jam with, it's an unspeakable feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you're jamming on different stuff for, like, hours. Mm-hmm. That's good. And mm-hmm. so I think over time, 
Yeah. I think over time I'm going to find the right people because mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm coming up with a different sound. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How do you um, handle and fight against comparison? Hmm. I think that's a real internal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't do this because I think I'm this, right? So I think I handle it by just doing what I'm already comfortable doing. Like, okay, there's that gig that I can play by mm-hmm. myself, like Virtue's music, but I can play for this artist and not have to do all the extra work. So yeah. I think comparing myself, that that goes down like a dark road sometimes, but you find strength in being like, you know what? I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do this in my own time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you ever, um, I know like the music industry is mm-hmm. competitive. Yeah. Cause there's so many, it's insane. So many incredible artists out there that mm-hmm. you d- are doing their thing. Um, however, I do feel like it is a very inclusive, mm-hmm. um, scene as well. Like yeah. people are very encouraging sometimes. Like you know, I feel like yeah. like you can you can go to a, you know, a bar where or something where there's a gig going on or mm. something, and like everyone's just friendly talking to you. Wants the network, wants to talk yep. about. Like I watch Matthew make friendships like that. Oh, I mean, crazy! Yeah. It is like, oh, you play a uh, instrument. We are best friends forever. Yeah. And forever. I'm like, I'm just trying to find one friend. Like <laughs> no, like you know. Does trying. anybody do podcasts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um. But it's 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 just being a a wife of someone that plays music that yeah. is you know it is insane. Mm. It's like you find your group wherever he goes, mm-hmm. he finds someone. Yeah, and it's like my gosh, like what's well, like if you went to like like a um, what was I saying like a basketball court and you're a basketball player? I mean, instant like yeah. oh you play ball too, boom! Like yeah. they see what you're capable of. You start playing, mm-hmm. you start jamming, you know, and. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that with that, like, I think it was the Motley Crue's lead singer. He just moved to Nashville and he did like an interview and he was like, what's happening in Nashville was happening like on Sunset, Sunset Boulevard mm-hmm. in California, yeah. you know, in the 80s. And I go to these hip hop shows and I'll play like drums for these artists and the community is wild. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. And then like, I'll go to like, like a number one party, you know, mm-hmm. and you see like all these artists there. You see like Jelly Roll, and you see like I'm gonna act like I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you I'm just walk like in, <laughs> and you're like, okay, Jelly this Roll. is only. Or then you see like the the VP of Warner Warner Chapel, you know, like music, and then yeah. you're like, okay, this is only happening here. Mm-hmm. Like you know, LA. I don't know what's happening in LA, but Nashville is so close knit, and mm-hmm. they're doing things. I mean, they're having parties for different things, yeah, and they're yeah. promoting, and yeah, that's a big thing. Like, and even at those parties, you're meeting somebody that's somewhere else. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're the drummer for Jay Z. Cool. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, you just start networking like crazy. Yeah. So, do you find that your community in music or your community in the secular world is easier than community in church? Mm. The community in church is. Um, I like I like the community I have now. So I think I can speak to. In my adulthood like without being at like a, like my family's church and stuff, putting myself and growing with that church. I think I'm starting to see like that community really uplifts you. Mm -hmm. Like, and compared to the, the musician scene, I mean, you're, it's really, it's not really competitive, but it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of talking and it's a lot of, you know, spacious conversations. Mm -hmm. And 
in church in that community and you're in the music things get a little bit deep and you you start to be like oh, okay i was i was meant to be here today and stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. well you would consider yourself extroverted i'm sure right yes i, I feel think. like you are i feel like i'm introverted though okay. i've i've definitely flipped <laughs> the spectrum all i'm <laughs> saying is you don't move from texas to nashville and go to the, all the scenes without being extroverted <laughs> yeah um, I, well i get that I get that nervous feeling sure. right? sometimes when I'm driving there, but when I'm there, when I'm on stage, it's like I'm the most comfortable. I know that's cliche to say, but no, seriously, yeah, like that's, yeah. that's how it is. You really are like, okay. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Sure. yeah. 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 I was going to say, that's way, how yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm in front of a crowd, mm-hmm. like the thought of it makes me want to throw up, mm. but then I'm on there and I'm like, man, this is the So as you get the first word out. Yeah. Yeah. How, do you, just keep how do you handle being a preacher? Like <laughs> that, like that's kind of along the same lines right yeah, but you're using your voice and your emotions and yeah for me it's as soon as i get the first word out i'm good mm-hmm. but before then right. it's just like i'm nervous yeah. you know you have the weight of the people on your shoulders wow. so to speak because you're giving them you know the gospel mm-hmm. and mm. so to be able to you know to have that um in the back of my mind you know it's weighty mm. but as soon as that first sentence gets out mm. the intro it's just <coughs> yeah. all uphill from there so mm-hmm. love it love yeah. it do you feel like music has helped like your mental health or has brought it down or that's has good. that's a good question i think so that is a good question mental health is big in my life um you know my mom she works in grief share and she's a mm. therapist and she does a lot of like nonprofit stuff and uh seeing that even in my family i, I know everyone has you know someone that struggles with that in their mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. um music is my outlet just like coloring or painting or hiking is someone's mm-hmm. outlet and that is definitely where i lose track of time mm-hmm. and it definitely helps i'll even like be like oh i've just been making this song for this mm-hmm. and then you're right back to overthinking you know yeah so. right yeah i so i can't really play an instrument i am mm-hmm. learning piano yeah that's why there's a piano out there I'm i like, love that yes so um slowly but surely mm-hmm. but something that i've always absolutely loved is music Mm-hmm. And it didn't really matter that I couldn't play. So I've I had said this before, but like comprehension has always been hard for me growing up and mm-hmm. I have ADHD and like things like that. And so it can be hard for me to say what I'm feeling because mm. I have very intense feelings like I like, I mean, very intense inside is like boiling with like whether mm. it's joy Emotion, or fear yep. or whatever it is. Yeah, you feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I don't always have the words. And I don't know how to express that. And so for so long, I'm like, man, I envy people that can just sit down and just right, just be able to sing or be able to, mm. to release that, you know. Right. Um, but I will. I am that person yeah. that will send you a song and be like, this is how I'm feeling. That's how my mom is. Dude. <laughs> She's like, this. just listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Listen to this. This is literally me. If you could listen yeah. to this. And you know, that great. gives me a different perspective when someone's like, listen to this song. This part helped me out or these words. Yeah. I'm like, man people are paying attention, Mm -hmm. you know, people are paying attention in different ways. And if you're not captivated enough, you know, like, yeah, it has to touch you in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. And it can help people that struggle with mental, like mental health. It can help them have a voice where otherwise they wouldn't have. Right. So, you know, for me, if there was a song that was talking, so there's a song by the Sean Mendez. Okay. (laughs) And it's, um, a little too much is what it's called. Right. Okay. And it's about talking about being overwhelmed. It's a really old, uh, older song of his. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but when I didn't have the words to say, hey, I am drowning in my depression and my mm-hmm. anxiety, like that really helped me wow. be able to, to express that. Yeah. When you hear something in a song, you're yeah. like, man, yeah. and that's how, um, I was, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, I literally have a tattoo um, of a sailboat from a Ben Rector song called Sailboat. Oh, that's so awesome. good. Um, <laughs> but like that song has saved me. That's what I'm saying. So back to the times. music, like mm-hmm. saving. Yeah. Like. Um, and so what you do, it's not something that is like taken lightly, mm. you know, yeah. cause like that's good. you can put things out there that are, okay. So what does it say in the Bible, right? Your tongue is going to be used for either good or destruction, right? Mm. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, when you release a song, is it going to be used for something yeah. uplifting or encouraging or oh, yeah. completely tearing down people? Oh you know? yeah. No, like seriously, like I had... I had this one girl send me a text and she's like this song and this part in your song, like she had just lost her dad. Mm. And so that moment, her listening to that song, she sent me this long thing saying she was crying. She listened to the song. It was that my song to you. Oh yeah. And, um, even that I'm like, okay, this song doesn't have many streams, It's not being heard by many people, mm-hmm. but in a point of time, this girl yeah. felt that, yeah, you absolutely. know, so, yeah. and it probably changed the course of her life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a warm that. hug, mm. you mm. know, and you needed to hear and it. You embrace. Yeah. You embraced and, it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that because uh, even with like the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't really care if millions of people hear this. I just, mm-hmm. if, if just the one, you know, the one, dude. Um, That's all it, it's like, if there's someone listening right now that is in the, music industry and here's nathan talking about like that's mm-hmm. good like, yeah. you know yeah it goes back to that like if there's one person if there's a thousand if there's a hundred thousand yeah, you know, yeah. Right. It, it really does not matter and that's for gosh that's for anything in our lives um, yeah and and if you fall if you have fallen in love with what you're doing yeah that helps yeah because if you're just doing it for views or if you're just mm. doing it your whole identity is going to be wrapped up in numbers Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're never going to receive the satisfaction because even if you got a million views, you'd want a million and one. Yeah. And you don't, so. I think a big thing is like paying attention to reaction. Like mm-hmm. I did that a lot. I'd release something and I'd be like, oh, not many people are listening to this. And I get discouraged. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. more you just do it, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're helping yourself. That's therapeutic for yourself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, I believe that can be hard for our artists, though. Very. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. someone that is just doing art in a different form. Yeah. You know? expression i think too something that i just hear in you um coming from texas and now to being where you are now Mm -hmm. is like there was a lot of waiting and you know in the seasons and like waiting for your music to drop waiting for to see if people liked it waiting for so like what do you do in the waiting Mm -hmm. like you can't just sit there no life goes on right yeah and so for you and music what did you do to just make use of the wait yeah period i guess you could yeah say. no and the waiting is uh i think i'm just continuing writing i mm-hmm. like to keep myself busy i look back now like this year it's been like every week i'm either writing with somebody or releasing something with somebody or you know doing something that is obviously gaining me more like connections or mm-hmm. gaining me more talent or practice and stuff mm-hmm. so you're going to be waiting a lot and you're not going to make a lot of money being mm-hmm. a musician and not everyone's number one, not yeah. everyone's top 10. Yeah. And I'm starting to know that. I mean, I've met people that have hit number one and then I've met that same person that is still at the bottom kind of mm-hmm. still making shows. So 
I think labels and all that stuff, um, not good to pay attention to that because you're going to end up not doing what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I'm releasing. And it's like I said, it's therapeutic for me. And if God wants to use that, he wants to push it to the masses. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the one. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think that with that, your identity, mm-hmm. even though like music is, I mean, that's a big part of your life. Yeah. But your identity is in Christ. Mm. And so, if music was taken away from you, mm-hmm. would you still be okay? Right. And, Ooh. you know. <laughs> That's a hard question. It is. Can I get an amen? I mean, but at the end of the day, if our answer is no, there's an issue with our hearts. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's like, a why, it's like, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, I find myself every Sunday, like, on stage, whether I'm playing a guitar or just a bass or drums, whatever I'm doing, I'm always like, Lord, I'm here for you. Like, mm-hmm. this is my honor to you. I don't care where I am. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I don't go anywhere. Like, I have to say those things because I know my flesh, I want those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be there. I want to do all this. But the more I just give that to God, like a dart, like, dude, boom, yeah. you can have this. Mm-hmm. It really does, like, I hope you think, okay, I'm on the right track. Maybe. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm in, I'm further along than a lot more people, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So, and it gives you a new perspective that yeah. if, if you, if this is as far as you go, mm. I'm content. I'm content. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. um, and you can be, you can live a joyful life. You, you really know? can. Um, you can still do really good things. And oh, yeah. a lot of whether, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you're not a musician, maybe you paint or maybe you, you crochet, like yeah, whatever, whatever, you know, write mm-hmm. poems. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, like always work at it but it's not who you are right right? and we get so Mm. mixed up in that yeah um even in ministry like we were talking earlier about ministry and if if the church got taken away like where who are you well you're still Mm. you're still hannah you're still a child of god and you're still supposed to spread the gospel yeah um and so whether you play music for millions or for hundreds, yeah. you're still Nathan. Mm. Yeah, you're still of a child of God. And I think uh, that's what I'm learning in this season. Like you get put through seasons where you're like, okay, God will give you this, but then He can take it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like even in the season when I met you guys, that's where I was starting to learn. It was like, okay, I'm gonna. I gained a lot in this, but the Lord took it away. Mm-hmm. And He, you don't realize why He does those things yeah. or how He does those things, but. In due time, you're like, you have your faith in them, and you're like, okay, that was meant to be. That mm-hmm. was meant to be. That mm-hmm. was meant to be. That was meant to help me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want to learn the hard way that, like, the Lord can take things away. <laughs> like, wow. I want to go ahead and know that. <laughs> like, because like, yeah. it gives me a point of perspective, humbleness. Yep. Like, and also, like, to just understand my position in Jesus is yeah. like, Lord, you're over this. Mm. Like, this is why I do this. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to, I don't want to wait till it's too late. Yeah. Um, because it's mm-hmm. really hard to pick yourself back off the ground yeah. when you don't know why you're there. Like, you know, or you don't know. You're, but you feel like, like you're back at ground zero. Like, yeah, you feel like you're, you're just like, starting all the, over. What's the point? Yeah. You know, what's the point in getting back up? And yeah. I think that, I think the enemy, I, you, he, he'll like attack us more in a way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like he'll he'll put these intrusive thoughts where they're like don't do that Mm -hmm. don't do that you're no don't do that Mm -hmm. but if you just psych yourself out it really is a psych Mm -hmm. like you got to kind of like just be like nah boom and 
that's where we find strength in doing it. It's like, I'm supposed to be doing this because I'm getting attacked. You know, like yeah. it says in James, like, you know, if your salvation is, you know, being tested, you know, have joy mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's really cool to meet, to have you and meet you and be able to talk to you about mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. In a industry that's not really popular with Jesus. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, I think it slowly will be. I think I'm starting to see more people be like, who's God? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And God's kind of this whole idea of God is, although the world looks really bad right now, this idea of God throughout us, like he's coming back through us in a way. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. If we are willing to allow God to use us. Yeah. Um, even in, <laughs> in the bar. And dude, seriously. I'll whatever. literally talk to somebody. I'll be like, dude, I love God. He's mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, and they're just open to the conversation. And, you know. Some people will look at it like, oh, that's pretty um, bold of you. It's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it felt weird talking to you about it, but yeah. now I feel a little bit more bold now that it's out. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole weird so feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are watching. Yeah. They're yeah. watching your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, for They're sure. They're watching how you go through the good times and the bad. So, yeah. That was a big thing for me too, like putting God being like, okay, people have to see God through me. Mm-hmm. And so the people that I hang around with, you know, like I love those people to death, but not all of them are Christians and they believe like mm-hmm. me. Sure. And I, I always tap in a little bit to them, you know, like, oh, well, it'd be like a Saturday night, like even tonight going to a show and be like, oh, you know, go out. But it's like, I got church. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, you're doing church. Yeah. I've been there for, you know, a year yeah. just doing this. So yeah, it, it's encouraging sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it's really funny when people are like, you know, what do you do for a living? You're like, Oh no, I'm in ministry or, or something, you know? Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, like what, what the Corey said, they're watching, you know, they want to know why we believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not, I think if you're in ministry, you're not, you can collaborate with other people in ministry, but you're supposed to be going out to the people that don't know, mm. you know, like if these, like you're starting a, a ministry that is going, talking to people downtown about Christ, like you're going to feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably the most uncomfortable feeling because you're going to get persecuted in a way you're yeah. going to, you're going to be shamed. And that is where is it's meant to be, I think. You know, mm-hmm. and even with music, it's like if I'm going to be a vessel of God, I got to be prepared, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and this whole preparation. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll we'll get there. I think it's going to to take off. And yeah, um, I'm really excited to see what you do next and, yes, you know, how much you do. And and I think that you have a voice and I think you're using that voice to the Absolutely. best of your ability. Yeah. Thank you so much. I have, I have a bunch of music coming out. I'm releasing music every week. Um, I did that for a few months, uh, this past month, but I'm releasing a bunch of music every week. I'm writing with a bunch of people. I'm doing commercials for like Nike and a couple of these like food places. So like That's the good. music's getting out there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what is, so you're on Spotify. On Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Instagram. Yep, and that's Virtues, V-I-R. Underscore Virtues. If you look up Virtues anywhere, it should be, yeah. Okay. V-I-R-T-U-E-S. Yes, okay. Did I spell it wrong the wrong first time? I probably probably did. I think you spelled Vert-toes. Vert-toes. Okay, (laughs) that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a cool name, though. No. Collab. Yeah. 
Oh, welcome to first. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to spiral out of control. Um, so, yeah. So, defi- yeah, definitely late. look up Virtue's super good music. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. And I would say that if you weren't here, I do. <laughs> um, and I really appreciate you h- hanging out with us, taking the drive. Absolutely. Um, and we hope to have you back with of us course. before. This was so fun. You guys are awesome hosts. Shout out our boy Matt. Yeah. Yes. On the, on Shout the, out everybody. The sound over there. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned with us. We're going to play a little bit of your music. Yeah. And y'all go give Nathan a follow. Thanks, I appreciate Nathan. it. Love you. Yes, love you too.